hard work every day Not an easy mom, got no time to play Always on the go, you stuck on the flow But it's time for the show Welcome back to a very fun topic One of my favorite things to talk about Because I love them so much Boobs <laughs> Chris is like, me too That's right. Yes, I'm here with your favorite Allie and Chris And we are talking booby talk today You know it's crazy because they start out so nice and perky when you're young they're sitting up and then as you get older gravity gets in the way and they Mm -hmm. just start falling down they're either touching your knees or they're wrapping around your back (laughs) hollow cones I like to call them oh I'll still take them baby (laughs) (laughs) it's so crazy because I remember being so obsessed about boobs from the time I was young I mean, I wanted the biggest boobs in the world. Really? I wanted them to be big and, and voluptuous, and it never happened for me. Okay, because I, I, I had cup. big, I had big boobs. Really? Yes, yes. But I like they big boobs, and I cannot <laughs> lie. <laughs> I, I heard like people with extremely big boobs, it can cause back problems. Oh, back problems, and all, I was so I like you're so I, tiny. I would hunch over. Oh my gosh, because really? I was so insecure. I didn't get a boob job. I just breastfed and now they're you know do your boobs hang low as you say yeah so do your boobs hang low do yeah. they wobble so to what the flow affect that your lower back yeah and it just also just made me feel so insecure like everyone was staring at my boobs but they were <laughs> wait so what cup size were you I was a D what yes Allie you're a tiny little self you I'm were a D cup I'm not even kidding wow. yes like I couldn't even see my toes I feel like they were so big oh my god what I would give what I would give so I had to go and get my boobs done done when Chris and I were engaged um I was you know dress shopping and I found the perfect dress and I was like you know what some boobs would look really good in this dress <laughs> so a few months later That's amazing yeah I went and got a boob job and I went from an A cup to a, a C cup and um borderline pushing the D I mean they were huge they were sitting like beautiful I loved them and then once I had Christopher and I breastfed him, they went down. It was weird. I was like, wait, how do implants shrink? But they just, I guess they just relaxed over top of the implant. Uh, Who knows? They probably settled. They yeah. just settled, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And it was just weird because I remember people telling me that if you have a boob job, you can't breastfeed. That's what I heard too. Yeah. Or it's harder, I guess. Yeah. So for me, what I noticed is that I could not produce enough milk. So, I mean, I was probably getting two ounces total out of these bad boys. And I just felt bad because I felt like my baby was starving. So let's go ahead and talk because we're talking about all things boobs from breast implants to breastfeeding to how they look. If it turns on your man or woman, does it turn them off after you've had to milk them with these babies? (laughs) You know, I really want to know how people feel. And for me... Breastfeeding Christopher was like one of my goals. Like I really wanted to do that. I wanted to do it exclusively. I was gung ho about it. And I sort of felt a little let down when I realized that, no, because you got that boob job years ago, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves as first time moms mm. to breastfeed. Like I remember making this statement <clears throat> while I was pregnant. I'm going to breastfeed for a year. I'm going to do it like it's a piece of cake. I thought that too. Right? We say that. And then when it actually, you know, you have your baby and you try to nurse for a lot of women, it doesn't come so easy. It's it's exhausting emotionally, Mm. physically, draining, all of it. It's crazy because they don't tell you how much really goes into breastfeeding. I mean, from diet 
And I'm not talking about eating healthy. I'm talking about eating all the time. Oh, you're starving. I'm always hungry. It's like you're still pregnant. Oh, yeah. I, I even feel like I'm hungrier nursing than I was pregnant. Yeah. It's yeah. like the baby is taking everything out of you, even when it's outside of your body. Right. <laughs> so it's like and you have to drink plenty of water. You have to stay hydrated. Then you have to watch what foods you eat so that the baby doesn't end up gassy. Mm-hmm. So you got to avoid spicy and a lot of green vegetables. Yes. And I, I mean, for me personally, with Sam, my first, I couldn't eat tree nuts because I noticed that affected his stomach. Wow. Or some people can't have dairy because that affects the milk. Yeah. I mean, there are so many different things not to mention. You're burning calories when you're nursing, uh-huh. and that just leaves you physically exhausted. Yeah, I mean, it, it just it really is exhausting. So, I, I remember with Sam, I felt so much guilt because he was born um, jaundice. So oh, so, he, was, so was Chase. Oh, really? Yeah. And so he was like really tired where he didn't have the energy to nurse. So I was pumping every two hours, sometimes every 90 minutes. My husband was syringe feeding the breast milk wow. to Aww. Sam. And I felt like I had to do it. And I actually, I can't believe it. I, I made it nine months and I still felt guilty because I didn't make it the whole year. Oh and, my God, I'm going to hurt you. No, no, seriously. But <laughs> wow. now that I have my second and my son, who's three now, is eating, you know, old goldfish off the car floor. <laughs> and I don't even care. It's just this time around, I don't put that much pressure on it. It's you know? crazy with the whole jaundice thing. So Chase was born with jaundice, which was the first time this ever happened out of the other two. I've never experienced it. Jake and, was also born jaundice too. Yeah. yeah. So a nurse came and whispered in my ear and she said, are you breastfeeding? I said, yes, I actually am doing both. I said, because when my my first son was born, I knew I couldn't produce a lot of milk. I said, so I supplemented. So for all of my kids, they got breast and bottle. Um, so I said, yeah. She said, well, do you have any formula? I said, I actually do, because I already know I'm going to supplement. She said, give the baby some formula. She said, jaundice, it just means your baby needs to poop it out. Yep. It needs to get it out the they system. They need to flush it out she, the system. Yep. So she said, your breast milk is not going to push it out as fast as formula will. Yeah, so she said, go true. ahead and give the baby some formula and the baby will be fine. Next day, the numbers were completely low. Baby was completely fine. No jaundice. Well, and what's interesting is breastfed babies like my son, Jake, right now, he is still holding on to a little bit of his jaundice because breastfed babies just do that for some reason. Yeah. So he still is a little bit, but they say it's okay. And just to keep, you know, keep nursing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's crazy because I I mean, I have not had the privilege to exclusively breastfeed any of my kids. But you know what's crazy? I felt so down in the beginning. But then when I started giving Christopher formula and I realized that, whoa, daddy can take the baby and feed the baby for me and the baby's (laughs) fine with that. I said, oh, heck yes. We are doing this from here on out. (laughs) It's so freeing. There's something I remember when I stopped breastfeeding Sam, there were two weeks where I felt very guilty about it. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, he decided on his own. He went on a nursing strike where he decided he didn't want to be breastfed anymore. Um, And that's (laughs) just who he is as a kid. That's good that you said that because I actually wanted to talk about um, who, when people stop breastfeeding, who decides? So keep that in mind. Yeah, but well, go ahead. And I was upset about it because I wanted to end it. I wanted to have like a last nursing <laughs> session and stuff. Right. But nope, he was like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> and I will say the first two weeks I felt so guilty about it. And then after that, when it was the same thing, I got the formula and I realized my husband was able to give him a bottle without me simultaneously pumping. I'm like, this yes. is incredible and I can have <laughs> what all the wine I want are you kidding me I don't have to like watch when I'm drinking wine or right, watch when right. I'm up and down exactly dump. yeah <laughs> please it is so funny it took me what a good two months to get my taste buds back after having wow. um, all of my babies before I had the desire to drink wine 
Wow. Yeah, it's like my my it's like I was still pregnant. Like I just it didn't look good to me. It didn't smell it's good real. to me. I didn't want to taste it. It didn't like I was like I don't want it. Oh my god! And, so, and it's literally like almost like clockwork. Two months later, then it's like bam, my taste buds are back. <laughs> yes, Camus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but no, it's interesting because I wanted to breastfeed for a year with my son. That turned into six months. So. Christopher was six months. Milani was six weeks. She did not want the, the boob. She was like, get that titty out of my face. That little girl <laughs> was like, look, she let me know. I would much have, rather have the bottle because it's easier. You know, because, you know, it takes a lot of work for a baby to get that milk out of that boob. So I guess Milani was like, look, I'm not having it. Chase, I actually just weaned him off right before, no, right around five months. This little boy had two teeth at four and a half months. <laughs> so I was like, um, yeah, we're done. Yeah. Like, you got teeth? I'm out of here. Christopher cut his teeth exactly two weeks after I stopped breastfeeding him. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Once you're, yeah, I was, uh, Sam would bite and it's excruciating. Oh, Chris has witnessed when he bit and, uh, and it comes as a shock. Yes. And I look down and it's like a little menace just looking back up to you with this smirk on their face like, did that hurt? Like babies are off the chain. And those little teeth are sharp too. Oh my god! Yes. He 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 bit my hand one time, and I felt how bad you know the pain was with that. So I couldn't even imagine Uh, you uh, know my nipple getting bit. uh, (laughs) Awful. And this is not like a regular nipple. These are breast milk nipples, so they're a little bit tender tender as it is. Well, isn't it interesting though when you first start breastfeeding, like the first couple weeks, it's excru. I mean. It Ugh. is so painful. And then after that, they kind of get numb where it's like, eh, whatever. It's, it just. Let me tell you what's crazy is um, when Christopher was a baby, one day I had my shirt off and I was trying to <laughs> rock him and put him to sleep. And I was, I think I was looking at TV and before I knew it, he latched on to me <laughs> and started sucking and it hurt like hell. And oh I my snatched gosh. him up. I was like, wrong person. I remember. I was in the bathroom and I, held, I heard him yell. Ah, and I came right out like, what happened? Man, he just latched on latched to me. me. And it was very painful. <laughs> no way. I had to snatch him out quick. We ain't playing all that now. Oh Come my on gosh. Now. Oh my God. So let me tell you about these latching and the difficulty with latching. I did not, and I hate to admit this, but I will because I'm going to keep it 100% real. When I was in the hospital, they came and asked me that I want to talk to the lactation specialist. And I was like, man, I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. Like, no, I don't need to talk to her. So then I started breastfeeding him and a nurse came in and I mean, I was in pain. It hurt so bad. He was biting onto the tip of the nipple, Ugh. which is not right. That's not a, a good latch. Yeah. So the nurse said, listen, I'm going to send her in here. And I was like, okay. She comes in, she grabs my boob <laughs> and she's like yanking it around, doing what she does. Like it's her boob. And, um, and she's showing me how to properly, how to properly insert my boob into the baby's mouth. Mm-hmm. And wow, what a difference. She taught me how to properly disjar his jaw so that he can let go. I mean, I was so amazed. And I just had a different level of respect for lactation counselors, um, uh, specialists after that. I was like, wow, they really are the truth. Yeah, <laughs> no, they're they're amazing. So the best thing that I ever did was, um, and it's covered by, most of the time it's covered by your insurance, is having a lactation consultant 
when you're out of the hospital, you either go to them or they can come to your house. Because mm. when you're in the hospital, for me personally, I was so overwhelmed. I wasn't even listening. I had no idea what was going on. Too much. But exactly. Yeah. So when I was home, I had someone come to the house and they watched me nurse. And that's when they showed me different positions, the, you know, the football hold, the cradle yes. hold, all those different things that you can do. And I felt like it was just so incredibly helpful and not as overwhelming. It yes. sounded like a running back coach. I know. The football right? hold. The football the hold. Yeah. Hold. yeah. The Heisman pose. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. No, but it's crazy because, I mean, that changed the way that I breastfed for even the next kids to come. And they were so much easier to latch on. I mean, Chase is, he's a pro. He came out ready for boobs. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I know how to latch right on to this sucker. So he is, he is like, he's, he's been perfect from the time. And because I also knew how to properly, how to properly feed him as well. But I mean, it was a huge difference from the time I had, you know, Christopher and learning up until now we have Chase. Well, a part of me wonders, cause with my baby Jake now, I mean, it's like night and day. He latched immediately. I've been producing great. It's been so much easier. And I wonder if it's also my energy. Like this time Mm. around, I'm not stressed about it. I'm not putting pressure on myself. I'm taking it day by day as opposed to saying, I'm going to breastfeed for a year. I'm I'm saying, let me see if I can get through the day. Let me see if I can get through the week. You know, it's just our energy. And how the baby can can vibe off that. Oh, yeah. Sam probably was like, look, I'm done with this. You're stressing me out. <laughs> My mom's like, a nut. Like, please. <laughs> it's crazy. But I definitely... Um, I mean, my level of respect to lactation counselors. So if you get offered that, you're out there listening, you're about to have a baby, or you just had one, and they offer you lactation um, help, take it. Trust me. You don't know all that you think you know. And, I and, thought I knew it all. Yeah, and mm. going off that, you know, I was so against seeing a lactation consultant um, when I was pregnant with my first, while I was pregnant, I'm like, there's no point. I should have the baby. Um, this time around, I went to a lactation consultant while I was pregnant. Okay. Um, so they could teach me some things and kind of help me along. And I really recommend seeing a lactation consultant while you're pregnant. It's super helpful. And again, most likely covered by your insurance. Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's awesome. Um, have you ever had any moments where you had leaky boobs in public? Oh, like, um, like, give me 10 minutes. Like, that's why I'm like, all right, please. I We're talking about I this. Haven't. <laughs> I just feel like I'm in the room right now. Oh I don't my know gosh. anything about all this. It's, and it's like you can't control it. I mean, once it starts, it's like. Ew, that's I've never crazy. had. Well, I had it happen like at home. Chris would be like, baby, you're leaking. Like, it would be coming through my shirt, but never out in public. And, and I also think part of the reason is because I've never produced so much like I thought that I would. So it was like. Hit or miss. Like, I just, I don't know. My mom used to have abundance of breast milk. She told me. She was like, oh, if you're anything like me, you'll be filling up jars, you know. <laughs> and I wasn't because I really believed that it was because of the implant. Mm-hmm. So um, I never had that experience. But I always wonder, like, like, do you keep, like, an extra shirt with you? Or how do you do that if you're in public? I mean... <laughs> It's like first kid, second kid. First kid, I was always wearing like the breast pads. Oh, so, yeah. you know, I'd always have them in my bra. This time around, I'm like, eh, whatever. You know what? <laughs> my shirt gets soaking wet. It's fine. I don't care. But don't uh, look, I, I know being that I don't produce a lot, 
that golden milk, oh my goodness, I would savor each drop. I would not let anything spill. I would go crazy if something tipped over and be scooping it right back in. Oh, I I mean, I produce great and I still, if I knock something over and an ounce gets out, I'm heartbroken and devastated because I'm like, there we go. That is wasted. Um, I will (laughs) tell you, especially now, I was going to stop breastfeeding. Um, My son is six weeks and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to maybe make it to a month, but I'm still going. So he's six weeks. I'm still doing it. The reason why is because um, my three-year-old is at daycare and brings home so much germs. He actually, Uh. he brought home the norovirus, which, oh my gosh, my husband, my, so my son got it. He was throwing up all night. Then my husband got it. He was throwing up all night. Then it came to me and um, my lactation consultant was like, Whatever you do, do not stop nursing because, yes, those antibodies are protecting him. So I was head over the toilet, had a fever, naked as I'm nursing him, and he didn't get it. So that's the reason right now while I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to I'm going to keep this up. Just to keep the baby strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it it definitely does make a difference between bottle feeding and breastfeeding because I did have like milk that I stored. And anytime if he just wasn't having a good poop. Oh, give him some breast milk and just wait wait ten minutes, yeah. and you're gonna get a whole load. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, yes. it is amazing. Breast milk is definitely like the the sauce. I mean, it it's awesome, and it does help with um, keeping them protected. Like yeah. I've heard stories of if the baby has irritation in their eyes or if they're nasally to squirt breast milk, breast milk. and yep. it helps to drain it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, yeah, it's the super juice that God gave us <laughs> and it's amazing. So, and that was one reason why I was like super like gung ho about, you know, producing enough breast milk for my kids. But, you know, I did what I had to do. Um, do would you ever, I know that I'm not ever, <laughs> but would you ever be open, open to, having another woman's breast milk if you're not able to produce or if you want it to go longer and keep your baby on breast milk. Because I've heard there's like companies oh, yeah, yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, companies. You can so. donate breast milk for people that have an over uh, an oversupply. Right. Uh, personally, no, because I again, I, I know they run tests through it and everything like that, and it's right. perfectly legit. But for me, as I said, like I'm not hard on myself about it. Formula is great. Formula is perfectly acceptable and awesome for your baby too. So whatever you can do, whether you can breastfeed or not, whatever works for you and whatever you want to do, I think that then you should do that. Right. I know I have always been like, I can't imagine, you know, taking breast milk from another woman. But then we drink milk from cows. Yeah. (laughs) True. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Like mentally. That's that's true. Mentally, I'm just like, okay, it's it's okay for this cow to feed my baby, but I don't know. I don't want another woman because I don't know what she's eating. (laughs) You're right. That's a really good point. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Yeah. I I, but for some reason I still can't wrap my mind around it. I know how crazy that sounds. I will say my friend who um she has a baby via surrogate and she was by she was getting the breast milk from the surrogate um and so I guess that's getting it from another woman because she couldn't well, produce. She, well, she carried the baby, right, so right, I, yeah. I get that. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously if she was able to, if she felt comfortable with her carrying the baby, then she probably knows her diet. Right. And she probably felt comfortable with getting the milk exactly. from her too. So. Yeah. But yeah, that that is that is so insane. And I still can't wrap my mind around it. So kudos and shout out to all of the moms out there who are fine with giving your baby other woman's breast milk because at the end of the day, maybe it is for the better benefit of your child. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But me, no. but I do have a tip out there I know we're a little early for tips but before I forget I do want to say this 
to avoid cracking nipples. <laughs> Any mom out there knows about this. And if you don't have a kid yet and you're about to have one, you want to listen. This is the way to avoid cracking nipples. Coconut oil. <laughs> I listen, like probably every podcast I'm talking about coconut oil. I swear it's a cure all for everything. But what I would do after every feeding, I would put coconut oil on my boobs. And when I tell you I've never had mastitis, whatever it's called. I never mm-hmm. had that. I never had any cracky, achy nipples. I swear it it even made it even made me feel like they were stronger to endure the the breastfeeding itself. Like, I don't know, but coconut oil is the truth. And the great thing about it too is it won't affect your baby if you nurse and you forget to wipe your boob yep. off first. Like, how many of us really do that? Mm. Wipe, I got to wipe my nipple and then put... I've come never on, done let's that. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. We don't do it. So the great thing about coconut oil is that if the baby gets it in the mouth, it's okay. It's it's not going to affect them in any way. Actually, it'll probably help them go to the bathroom more. Yeah. <laughs> so. Honestly, uh, first, my son, Sam... Uh, first kid, I was like buying all these different things to put on, you know, after I was breastfeeding. And then you told me coconut oil. So this time around, that's what I've been using. Oh, and it's how so, do you like it? I love it. And it, to me, it's so much better because I use it for so many things. Right. You, you know, it's wipe great. wipe the whole body yeah, down. You exactly. Know? <laughs> Massage them boobs. Get your husband to do it for you. Uh, no, no. My <laughs> boobs are off limits to my husband right now. What? Why? <laughs> because I will start leaking. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Are you kidding me? I'm like, do avoid eye contact with them. Stop. Look up. Eye con- please. Wait, so Chris, have you ever, like, was it ever any point where you were like, this is a total turnoff, like, my wife is feeding our baby with her boobs that I used to, like, caress on? It's not a turnoff for me, <laughs> no. But uh, I will say this, it's been times Monique will joke with me, and she was like, you know, taste the golden milk, and I'm like, heck no, I'm not yeah, So you won't that. taste it either, I'm neither will my husband, and no. it, it, it offends me. But he'll drink cow's milk. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it freaks me out, like, I, I don't. It tastes mm-hmm. so good, though. It tastes like nice vanilla ice cream. Yeah, it's melted so vanilla ice cream. Yes, and I used to drink the mother's tea that helps you produce more milk. Yeah. And all the ingredients that's in that makes your milk taste sweet. I swear. Oh, really? Yes. Every time I would drink like three cups, sometimes even four or five cups a day of that. And I'm telling you, that breast milk used to be like super sweet. Well, <laughs> I don't want to try it. It's just something about it, you know, coming out of a, a human. It, it freaks me out. Right. So you'd the cows, the udders are whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather go get it out of a cow udder. <laughs> well, shoot, some, for some people, that's what their boobs end up looking like after breastfeeding a bunch of babies too. Uh-huh. I can. I'm talk about getting. You know, look, Karen, he breast said, east me and west. Up. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> east and west. Would you ever get a mommy makeover? A hundred percent. I already plan on doing that. Yes, yes. I want to. I I feel like I need to get my boobs redone. I will go with you. I'm down. Let's do it. I'm I'm so serious right now. Because, I'm not kidding. Well, they expire after ten years anyway. <laughs> it's been eight for me, so I'm coming up on that ten year mark. Um, and I I think I want to go bigger just because I feel like my my breast cavity size has changed since I got them done. I I mean I was super small and petite back in the day. Um like 120 pounds soaking wet. So now, I mean, things have changed. And I feel like from them being stretched out and then going back and then stretching out and then going back, I'm like the stretch marks on the sides and stuff like that. I didn't get any stretch marks on my stomach, but on the side of my boob, I did. Oh, yeah. So annoying. But then when they go back down, you really don't see it that much. 
But still, I just feel like I need to fill these suckers up to capacity oh. so they can look good. I am so <laughs> down. My uh, my three year old is obsessed with the fact that I'm breastfeeding because um, he oh. just has so many questions about it. Oh, I love it. But, Let's talk about okay, that. Okay, but at first, the w- moment that I realized I'm getting my girls done, he was like, "Why are you putting your stomach in his?" in baby Jake's mouth oh my because that's how low my boobs are. Why are you putting your stomach? Thanks. Yep. That did a lot for your self-esteem. Oh, right? yeah. I'm like, okay. We doing this. Kids say the darndest things. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, Milani and Christopher both have watched me breastfeed Chase, and they were definitely, like you said, very intrigued and just like, what are you doing? How is the milk getting in there? Where is the milk coming from? And after several conversations, they accepted the fact that it's just something that happens. You know, Milani's like, Mommy, I'm going to grow up one day and I'm going to have big boobies and milk's going to come out of them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, my God. (laughs) These kids are crazy. But, yeah, no, it's it's amazing when you have younger kids. and, And my son, oh, Lord, don't get me started on him. Christopher, it's been five and a half years. He's six. Five and a half years since he's had a boob in his mouth. And he is still obsessed with my boobs. He even picks with me, grabs at me. I mean, it's ridiculous. He is so obsessed, like to the point where he's very slick. I'll reach down to like give him a hug and he'll take his hand and kind of swipe my boob. And he thinks I'm not, like I'm stupid. Like I don't know what he's doing. He busts out laughing. He thinks it's funny. But he is so obsessed. Like, he loves boobs. Is that normal? I'm like, to this day, I'm like, Christopher, you don't even remember breastfeeding. Why are you so obsessed? I just love boobies, mommy. <laughs> and he just laughs. He thinks it's the funniest thing. Wow. And then he's like, I wish I was baby Chase so I can have milk for mommy's boobs. I'm oh, like, my gosh. He's he obsessed. is so obsessed. Like, he loves boobs. I told him. He's going to probably end up with a wife that has like some huge tatas. Yeah. But I told Triple him. Triple Z. Yeah. And I told him, don't, you know, don't look over the, the itty bitty committee, the ones that are small, because they can become big. I haven't had that talk with him yet, but he'll probably be shocked one day. He's probably going to look at old pictures and be like, mommy, where's your boobs? <laughs> <laughs> well, how did this change occur? If he ever watches our engagement video, we did it in two takes. So we've recorded a f- we recorded one day and then in, in the middle of that I got my boobs done and then we recorded again like a few weeks later and you can literally see in the video I'm bouncing oh, back wow. between having boobs and f- completely flat chested with a boy body that's just as bad yeah. as Game of Thrones with the uh, Starbucks uh, cup in there oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah it goes back and forth one day he'll probably watch that and he's gonna be like you know like what in the world's going on speaking <laughs> of Game of Thrones how long should you feed your bre- your um, breastfeed your baby? How long is long enough? Like we don't want to be like Liza on Game of Thrones, right? Like her well, son was what, like twelve? Like, he, he had to be twelve. He was Stop. standing up. No, he was a big boy. Oh he was gosh, up. I've never seen an episode. So. Oh lord, yeah. no, yeah. this boy was like a little grown up. No, still on his mom's when they breast. can ask for it. I mean, again, do what ask. works for you. I don't want to judge, but he can take it out. Yeah, by I himself. mean. <laughs> Let me un- tell you. Un- unlatched the bra and everything. This little boy was huge. Right. I'm like, it's bad enough that Chase is, you know, he's five months and he can definitely find the boob. Like, it ain't nothing for him. He'll pull that shirt and start going to town. But, I mean, at the point where they're, like, grown. Like, Christopher is six. Can you imagine me no. having him walk up to me right now in this studio and he just pulls out my boob thirsty, and starts. Yeah. What? I'm thirsty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 
so it, it, I'm not going to say it's crazy. I don't want to be judgmental because some of you listeners may be sitting there breastfeeding your sixth grade son right now. <laughs> 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 Who knows? But what is the right amount of time? Like, is there an article or some research that tells us, like, here's when it's okay to breastfeed, and if you go beyond this point, it really doesn't make a difference. I feel like when the teeth come, that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> I think there's a reason for teeth coming in. Maybe right. that's our they, signal. Yeah, maybe. They, they, want nature. they want a piece of steak or something, or a burger. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to well, bite know, <laughs> Well, you know, we're, we were born to eat, like, vegetables and plant-based stuff, so the teeth come in, it don't necessarily mean they want meat. <laughs> no, no, it's almost <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I feel like if they have teeth in their mouth, they can bite you and it'll hurt. So that's like a warning sign of it's time. It's and it's time. also, it's time for me to eat real food. Like, I don't need teeth to, like, drink liquid. You right. know? Like, yeah. maybe it's Mother Nature's way of saying, you need to get the baby some food. That yeah. has to be it. It has to be. Well, they say, yeah, they say, like, the first six months or whatever. But honestly, like, again... <clears throat> Whether you can do it for a day or you can't do it at all or do it for a week, it doesn't, in the end, it really doesn't matter. As I said, like, my three-year-old is seriously eating, like, a lollipop he found on the sidewalk. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> it's okay. I but just you don't feel, feel like, we, like you don't feel like your breast milk has given him a boost with his immune system to be able to fight off certain things? Like, is he tolerant to being sick like you he, would think He most definitely people are? is. He definitely is. But again, I guess I just don't want to make it... I don't want it. To, I don't want anyone to feel bad if they can't do it. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Or if they're not able to produce. But yes, I do notice. And again, like with my with with Jake, the fact that he didn't get the norovirus, like to me, I protected him with my milk. Yeah. Because I don't know how he didn't get it. I mean, it was it's amazing everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. But yeah. Because even with me having two young kids in school and then having Chase, I was so nervous. Melania got the flu. You know, Christopher had strep throat. Mm. And thank God, baby Chase was looking at them like, what's wrong with them kids? <laughs> it's amazing. Why are they so sick? <laughs> and the doctors are trying to, like, scare me into getting a flu shot. And I'm like, nope, I'm good. Um, and they're just like, you know, if the baby gets it, that can be deadly. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure it could. Um, got these oils over here and I'm good. <laughs> and all my other natural remedies, not just oils, but I did things that I felt as though would protect my baby, which is number one, keep the germy kids away from him. Mm -hmm. So we literally in the house for like what, four or five days. Mm -hmm. And I had every kid in its own place in the house. You know, you stay in the kitchen, you go to the playroom and the baby in the living room. I feel like and I'm don't playing cross defense. The yeah. When they're playing sick. Defense. Yes. Like I'm like, Sam, Get go away. away. No. Yes, yep. please back it up. But that's the best way to be. Yeah. Obviously, it's like, you know, I don't want the baby to get the flu. So the first thing in my mind is keep the flu germed infested baby over there. Right. Right. <laughs> so that it doesn't infest with this baby over here. And then I also cleaned up like a crazy person. Like I was like bleaching and Lysol everywhere. Yeah. House. And wash yeah. your hands. Yes. Like, yes. Every time she blew her nose, I would wash my hands because I'm helping her. Mm -hmm. And then I would even have her wash her hands just in case she did a swipe across her nose with her hand and I didn't catch it. Yep. So, I mean, I was following her around like a mad person. And um, we would take turns stationed with the baby and just had to wait it out. And it and it all worked out. Christopher never got the flu. Milani never got strep. They didn't flip it and vice That's versa. Amazing. You know, they didn't pass it to each other. And then the baby didn't get sick. Good. Yeah. So, it, it you know, there's ways to work out things. But, um, yeah, but definitely breast breastfeeding is, like, golden. And if you can't do it, like Allie keeps saying, don't feel so bad about it. There's ways around it. Um you got to do whatever is best for your child at the end of the day. So if your baby's hungry and you and you can't produce enough milk, 
Make sure the baby can eat. Yeah, like, feed the baby, <laughs> love the baby. Yes. You're good. Find the good formula. I did research on different formulas. Um, there's this uh, website that I love. Uh, Maya James is the owner. It's called Gimme the Good Stuff. And she breaks down baby formula like none other. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. And she actually helped me to find a great formula that's actually a German-based formula that I love using for my kids. It's amazing. It's It tastes like breast milk. Like, it's the closest to breast milk you're going to get from a formula. Like, it actually tastes good. Um, so, yeah, and that's what Chase is on. Milani was on it. Uh, unfortunately, when Christopher was um, a baby and I breastfed him and supplemented for six months, um, I didn't know about this formula back then. So, But he's he's still fine to this yeah, day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. So do you believe in breastfeeding in public? Um, again, first kid, no. I was so, like, nervous and insecure about it. And even when people would come over to our house, I would always leave the room if I had to nurse him. Now, a second kid, I'm like, I'm, I don't care. I'm taking <laughs> yeah. it out wherever, whenever. I mean, I'm nursing at our dinner table. I'm doing whatever I can. And if people come to our house, they can move to another room. Right. Like, why am I getting you just up? just throw a little blanket over and get, go to town? I don't. Oh, you just poop. <laughs> It's National Geographic. Oh, yeah. so you are oh, serious gangster. with I like, I'm like, here you we go. We're doing anymore. it. I do not care. I know. Is, is that bad? No, it's not I bad. I just don't care. No, I, it's I fine. Thought, I, thought what I, I cover supposed up. To, yeah, I thought you were supposed to put a little cover on I will say that like, if I'm in public, I'll go somewhere. Like, If I'm at a, the other day, I was at the park with, with Sam and Jake, and I took Jake to the picnic tables just because... I wanted to. I didn't want to be around all these kids and parents and whatever. I wanted a little bit of space. Um, and also, there are times when when your baby gets older, they are very distracted when you're trying to nurse. Uh. So that's when it's good to like cover them up or take them to a quiet area. But right now that he's six weeks, I'm like, I just I don't care. <laughs> and I, don't, I know. I don't it's, think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> nope. Don't Give care. everybody a little booby show. Like. I mean, seriously, I I came here today and I told you I had just pumped. Um, yeah. And I'm pumping and driving now, so I have like my adapter that hooks into the pump, and and I remember. So you plug it into the cigarette holder. I plug it into the oh, cigarette holder. OMG. I'm driving and pumping, and I'm not kidding. Like trucks at red lights will stop next to me, and they can look down into my car, and they're like, "What the <laughs> hell is this girl doing?" They probably honked the horn. <laughs> <laughs> the first time my kids saw me pumping, they were like, "Mommy, what in the world is that?" Like they couldn't believe it because it like. Takes your whole boob through. Oh my god! It, it makes your nipple crazy. like five inches long. Oh yeah. my god! It looks so insane. <laughs> it's insane. My son is obsessed with the pump. Like he's like, "Mommy, you're leaking. Let me go get your pump." Or he'll like put it up to his nipple, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's ridiculous." Oh my god, it's hilarious. I didn't wow. know they made car attachments for. Oh like, pumps. yeah, that is I mean. Crazy. Yeah, we got to get stuff done. We're multitasking. They got the ones that are manual, too. Yeah, They got all kinds of stuff. Whatever you have time for. I have the, um, uh, what is it called? It was a Medela pump, and it was like the hands-free one, where the pump is, it looks like a bra, like a, 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 um, a strapless bra. Oh, that's great. And you put the little pump things through each side, and you can literally put the bra on, and you're pumping, and both your hands are free. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah. I have the um, the super mom bra is incredible because you can nurse and pump. So I'll nurse and pump at the same time Which on one great. side. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. And then yes. um, the Haka pump. It has been a life changer. It's like a suction cup, mm-hmm. and you put it on your nipple. And I feel like this is so TMI right now, Chris. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, this whole this whole session has been. <laughs> but 
it's 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 twelve dollars on Amazon, and you can like you know shower with it on. You can blow dry your hair with it on. It's just a little suction cup. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I I used to hate. When, you know, when you're breastfeeding one side, the other side just starts to leak. And I'd be oh, like, yeah. look, I barely produce enough, so I don't want to lose out on any drops of milk. That's what the hawk so, is for. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish I would have known about that. I, I know. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's amazing. That's really cool. So do you have any tips for weaning off of breastfeeding? Because for me, like who determines when it stops? For me, with Chase, I determined that I was done. Milani, she determined she was done. Christopher, I determined. So... We got a little pattern going on with the boys in my, yeah. in my in my family. But yeah, I basically told Chase he was done because he had two freaking teeth. And I'm like, um, <laughs> you bite me, you're going to your daddy. <laughs> and he got upset. But I was like, dude, like you're tripping. And uh, we had a whole conversation. And he just looked at me one day and I was like, you know what? I'm done. You keep biting me. I'm not going to let you breastfeed anymore. And he bit me again and I... I was done. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm out of here. Good. <laughs> good. Painful. That's, I mean, I feel like for, uh, for Sam, he stopped on his own, but also, um, because nursing was so hard, I think it triggered a lot of my postpartum depression and anxiety that I had with him. Wow. Um, because I put so much stress on myself. So I feel like if, if you're in the moment and you're comfortable with it and it's easy for you and you don't mind doing it, then do it as long as you want. But yeah. if you notice that there is a hormonal imbalance, if your spouse notices that something is not right with how you are, then mm. maybe you should look at, you know, stopping. If yeah. it's causing too much stress, it's not worth it. Or yeah. if the baby's 12. Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> if the baby's 12. <laughs> the baby yeah. It's crazy because, um, shoot. You I shouldn't go through menopause and breastfeed at the same no. time. <laughs> Golly. I, oh, that's what I was about to say. Sorry. Um, Christopher, it's amazing the difference from the first time mom versus later on. With Christopher, I didn't know that I was allowing him to comfort feed. And he was yeah. using me as a pacifier. Yeah. So, I mean, he took total advantage. <laughs> I mean, my son was on me all the time. It was like, get off of me. Nothing's even coming out. What are you doing? <laughs> so that's but, why he has the issues yes, today. <laughs> he, look, he loves boobs. He's been loving them since he was born. But, yeah, it's like, how do you stop the comfort feeding? How do you stop, like, especially if you're breastfeeding full time? Yeah. I was supplementing. So I can only imagine how exhausting and tiring that must be oh, for not yeah. just you physically tired and sleepy, but your boobs is probably like, give me free. Oh, my gosh. I mean, especially like with um, babies, how they cluster feed. So they yes. will feed like every 20 minutes and you're Ugh. just laying there. It's just. Yeah, I don't honestly, I don't know how it's going to look this time. I don't know because I feel yeah. like I'm still in it. But yeah. I as of right now, my goal is to make the call of when it stops yeah so yeah so i think um with christopher i had a better weaning experience with him weaning him off of the boob because i actually did it the right way which is um i i cut out certain times yes of feeding uh-huh and, and you have to slowly do that like yes. you've just and you have to cut down how long they are so like you know yes. if they're 30 minutes then the next time do 10 minutes or what right. you, just, you have to cut it down slowly yep and it's good for the baby but also good for you because you don't want to get engorged right because that you don't want to happen that yeah. hurts um so yeah so it was basically like cutting out um throughout the day so i would cut out one time so say for instance it was the two o'clock feeding i would literally work on that for the whole week it took me six weeks to totally wean Christopher off because yeah. I literally cut out different times every week. Mm -hmm. And then he got better. And the last one I cut out was to put him to sleep. 
And uh, normally he loved. I feel like that's the hardest bed. one. At bedtime, it is. Yeah. It's the hardest one. Um, and then what I did was uh, I read something somewhere that said when you're weaning, it said to start singing a song while you're breastfeeding. So for me, we had the whole guess who's sleepy. If you ever watch season two of The Real Housewives of Potomac, um, you'll see on season two, Chris and I were both singing that song to both our kids when we were putting them to sleep. And to this day, I still sing that song, even to baby Chase now. So when you're weaning, if you relate breastfeeding to a song, the child will soothe to the song even when you're not breastfeeding. Mm. And that was probably the most powerful thing for me because when I was on an airplane or if I'm traveling, even if I was still breastfeeding, I would start singing that song and the baby would immediately calm down. I remember one time on a plane, and I think I even said this in a podcast before, a young woman watched me as I calmed Milani, who was screaming as we were just boarding. She was upset and she was tired. So I started singing the song in her ear and she immediately quiet and yeah. then went to sleep. And the lady was like, I don't know what you just whispered to her, but wow, that was amazing to see. <laughs> Magical. <laughs> right. So that that's a good tip out there for you women who are in that stage of weaning, even if you're not weaning. I think it's something good to do so that you have a way of calming your baby when you can't pull that boob out that fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, start yes. singing a song while you button your shirt. Or when daddy has the baby and mommy's not around. Right. And daddy can sing it. Right. Because that was always frustrating for me. You know, a lot of times I would have the, the baby with me and, <laughs> you know, mommy's not around or mommy's in another room trying to get a break. And I'm like, it's nothing that I can do for the child. You know, the baby wants to breastfeed right now. But the song definitely helped once that came into play, and we learned that that helped soothe the baby as well. And not nursing your baby to sleep, which is, I mean, that's so impossible to do when they're so little. But, like, you know, you should put them down when they're, like, drowsy but awake because then they're just going to be used to you nursing them to sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. I wonder what it's like to date after having kids and you're not married and you're actively dating and you have your after-kid body. I wonder how that is. We need to get some people to comment about this. I would love to hear about it. What are your dating quotes when it comes to how you feel about your body after you've had a baby? Maybe I mean, some people don't change. Some people go back. Some people look even better. Like, we never know. But I would love to know, and, and maybe we can even do a podcast on this for singles out there. Um, you know, how, how comfortable are you when you're dating and then you get to that point of intimacy and, you know, you've had kids and that person may have never and they don't know what a body looks like after having kids. Because I know my body does not look like it did when I was 25. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is for show. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's nice when it's covered up. But there's times where I look in the mirror and I'm like, dang. <laughs> I remember when all of this used to sit up here. Now it's like down here. <laughs> but I don't know. I wonder what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. We got to talk about that. I think that would be good for some of the listeners out there who um, who aren't in a relationship or married. And um, I know they would probably want some tips. So yeah. maybe somebody can, um, we'll, we'll do a whole chain and, and let people post and, and give us some different tips um, on Instagram. We'll do like a little um, question and answer session. So make sure y'all check out Instagram for that. But yeah, I just feel like, uh, you know, when the boobs change, like for me, I even find myself at moments where I'm like, I don't want Chris to see me. My, I'm like five months postpartum and I'm like, you know, he's walking in the bathroom. I'm hurt. Put my bathrobe on because I just don't feel sexy right I now. I know. You know. I know. And really, you should feel like a badass because you have, you know, g- given birth to three beautiful children. Like, I-, I feel like we're so hard on ourselves of how we look in the mirror when we should 
be like so proud of what we've done. We grew humans. You yeah. Know? Show, show me that body. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Raggedy body. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, nah, you still I look just, good, baby. Oh, thank you, sweetie. But you're my husband. You're supposed to say that. <laughs> like, Whatever. But that's, that, look, that's the great thing about it is like, I mean, he the one did this to me, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, just like self-esteem after pregnancy. We probably should do a podcast on that because that, yeah. that's definitely something that's that's real. But no, I think today was really fun. I love talking about boobs. I've been obsessed with them since I was little. And I'm glad that I finally have some, even though they're not sitting up as high as they used to. Again, girls trip. <laughs> we're going. It's happening. Yes. Look, I, I, I would love to like just lay on the beach and just like go topless. <laughs> Chris would be like, what are you doing? Like, put oh, your yeah, I, I will be shirt pissed. back on. But yeah, maybe that's why God made sure I had three big humans <laughs> to control me. <laughs> oh, Lord. But no, today was super fun. Um, I think we gave a, a decent amount of confessions within the topic as mm-hmm. we were talking. Uh, this whole entire podcast was full of tips. So if you feel like you need more tips, just uh, hit the rewind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I just want to give a moment of silence to the boobs out there. All of you boobs that are pasted up against a person. <laughs> Y'all endure all that you have. Let me talk to the boobs for a second. You endure so much. People are pulling on you. People are tugging you, biting you, sucking you. And you are still amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Thank y'all so much for listening. I would love to hear feedback. Make sure you visit notforlazymoms.com. Subscribe to our website because you have chances to win our giveaways that we do every month. And you'll get our monthly newsletter that gives you some inside scoop on the Samuels and more to come. Take care.